to another edition of The Dudes Abide. I am Timmy Johnson, and thank you for joining us. I am joined by my fellow co-host. Um, wow, that's not what I say. Fellow dude, what the fuck? Fellow dude, I, bro, I don't know. What, what is that? I never say uh, that. Nope. Joined by the fellow dude, Ryan Anderson. Hola, mis amigos. So, okay, sorry about that, uh, listeners. Uh, I was uh, listening to our mix right now, and uh, I had a lot of shit coming out of my left ear, and apparently one of my kids messed with the fade, and yeah, so it should be uh, fixed now. Okay. But, um, so I just got back from wrestling not too long ago. Where we, were we at tonight? Evansville. It was, Evansville, Indiana. Yes. Fans bring the weapons oh, for the main man. event. And that match. I'd have, I'd have brought a cheese grater or something along. The, there was a cheese grater. Yes. Um, there was fucking the, the nail strip, the, the fucking gusset, pl- all kinds of shit. I mean, you name it, they fucking did it. Somebody brought a cake with uh, the heel's name on it. Yes. Um, somebody brought a disco ball. And they did a pile driver under the disco ball, and it shattered. It was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> um, what else did they do? They did all kinds of shit. Um, fuck, man. They just they were fucking beating the shit out of each other. Um, but uh, anyway, our match, um, me and my group, the People's Temple, we uh, we did <laughs> we didn't win. They said it was a DQ. I thought we won, but they say it was a DQ. I don't know. Apparently, you're not just supposed to fucking hit people with shit. Oops. And uh, I, I've watched wrestling for almost 40 years, and that gets done quite regularly. I don't see where that's a problem. I know. I know. The ref, the ref called for the bell and said, yeah, you guys Did won. you rough the ref up a little bit? No, he got out. He, he fucking scattered. Yeah, he should. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, well, that's pretty much it on that subject. Uh, I went, uh, riding a little bit yesterday, uh, rode my motorcycle into the workplace and me and a buddy, uh, did some riding after shift. Your Harley Davidson? The Harley Davidson. Um, what else did we, um, the kids and Heather went to a birthday party today. We got a gender reveal tomorrow. Hopefully, there's nothing. Uh, <coughs> I was about to say, do you need to get some uh, some uh, tannerite or something yeah, from the well, real king? Well, hopefully, we don't. You know, maybe I don't know if we need a fire marshal. But, yes, uh, you need a. We need a wildfire around here. It's been a while. Right. We got a little rain today, though. It might not be dry enough for <laughs> for a wildfire to get going. Right. Um, but really, I, I haven't done much. Um, I had to work all week, unlike someone. Hey, how many days off have you taken so far this okay. year? I bet you, you still got more off than I have. I took the whole week off, and I, I, you're way past me on my days off. Yeah, probably. Um, this is the time of year I take my stuff off. Yeah. Um, I got next Wednesday for the first day of school. Was this one of the ones you just got back? Uh, No, I already have oh. planned that. Oh, I already okay. have planned that. Um, 
I've got some other ones coming up too, but because I, I did roll over some from last year. No. Um. I really got nothing else, Ryan. What did you do all week? Oh, we did some. We did a little bit less than that. I I I will I will blow your mind here, Timmy Johnson. The fucking trees got trimmed. No, fuck no. That ain't, uh, that ain't nothing on that front. I don't even have an update on that front. I'm just give up all hope on that. All right. I'm just waiting for the lightning strike to bring it down for me. Yeah, yes. Um, we decided, we were going to go to uh, Mammoth Cave, remember? Yeah. Well, we decided against that because it was two and a half hours just to the Gizzard Center. And I was like, I don't want to spend five hours on the freaking road. Yeah, just go. And her aunt was here, so we decided, well, we'll go to Marengo instead. Okay. I've been to Marengo a few times. I like Marengo Cave. She's never been in a cave either one, so any of them were going to be new. Yeah. So we, we went to Marengo, and then when we were going over there, we went to go eat lunch. Timmy Johnson, where did we eat lunch at? Joe's Crab Shack. No. What's over by Marengo? Oh, a fucking uh, um, the Overlook. You're right, sir. Uh, I took the Timmy Johnson recommendation from last week. I was like, yeah. can we talk about this place? It's literally on the same exit as Marengo Cave exit. Yeah, yeah. Off the interstate. We went to the Overlook, sir. Yeah, what'd you think? It's it's nice. The food's good. Yeah. And it, it's a little it's a little dated of a restaurant. Dude, in the I'm telling you, it's hilarious. It's like straight out of like the 70s or 80s. It is fucking hilarious. It reminds hilarious. me of restaurants from when I was a kid. Dude, you, I, I, me too. Like, I, re, I went in there, I was like, man. Because that, that place is busy. Yeah. It's busy. They were busy. Fuck. They weren't they weren't packed, but it was just like probably two in the one two in the afternoon on a yeah. Monday, yeah. and it still had quite a few people in there. Like, and it, you could walk in and get a table. They wasn't like way busy, but you know right. it was still for a, that time of day. It was they had quite a bit of customers. Right, but it was uh, food's good. Yeah, what did you get? Damn, I got a tenderloin. Yeah. Oh, did you get the tenderloin? I got the tenderloin. I was going to get the beef Manhattan, and I said, nah, I don't feel like that much. Yeah, stuff in me. So I, because we're gonna go wander through a couple caves and shit. Didn't you think like it was crispy, like that fucking? Yes, crispy. Yeah, I was hoping it was a little bit like the the bigger, flakier ones. That one's a little more uniform. You know what I mean? But it was still yeah. good. Yeah. My daughter got she got scallops or something. She's like some kind of, and she just wolfed it down. Oh no shit! It's like wow. She's like, who's good? Huh. My my wife's aunt. She got something with like sweet potato fries or something. She really yeah. liked it. The uh, their chicken pot pie looked really good. Uh, I saw somebody eating one. It looked fucking awesome. I think if I go there again, that's what I'll get. It was it was pretty good. They had the candies by the door, you know. Yeah. And my wife and my wife's aunt they cleaned them out. They oh, were buying no. stupid amounts of candy. I was like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> and we're going to park a car, you know, at the the cave and go through these caves. Like it's hot out. You yeah. don't leave these candies in the cave or in your car. Yeah. Melting. So, they were just pat. They're getting. They were going crazy over that. Damn we it. did the caves. We did both caves tours. They're like the, the regular ones, not the the crazy adventure ones where you get yeah, to crawl around. Fuck, yeah, fuck that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would, but I didn't. Wasn't dressed for that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, cool. We went to see the otters. My daughter and I went to see the otters play uh, Thursday night. It was uh-huh. uh, half price beer night. It was a Timmy Johnson special. Ah. They had quite a people uh, people there too. No there was shit. more than we normally go on Sundays. You know, we always go to yeah. the dog day ones. We went to this one, and it's like wow. It was probably double the, the the people there for a Thursday night game. No shit. Yep. Huh. It was I pretty mean, cool. Probably because the hat the beer night. 
Yeah. There was a lot of people drinking a lot of brewskis. I'm sure. A lot of oat sodas being consumed there, sir. I fucking guarantee it. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Anything else? Well, I have one more thing, but I'll, I'll kind of discuss it in my over the line. Oh. We'll have to one yeah. more place. Oh. Um. Other than that, I, I went to a birthday party myself today. It was a real freaking bash, you know, six-year-old oh. birthday party. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I, this is when I drove. My sister lives near, I don't know if you know where Monroe City is. Yeah. It's up north of Petersburg and all that. Mm-hmm. So I go, I always take the 69 to Petersburg, and I go up 61 from, like, 60, you go from Petersburg, you go 61 down to Boonville. Yeah. Whatever, and then you go north, you go to, to Monroe City. I get up there to, to Petersburg, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere, and they got the freaking highway completely closed off. Oh, fuck. Like, completely, they're, like, redoing it. No one said anything. It's, like, for miles. I guess they just decided to shut it off, and they're redoing the whole road. I'm like, shit. shit, so I have to go, like, 20 miles out of my way to get around all this oh, shit. Oh, fuck, that sucks. Oh, fuck. No one told me. I got there at my sister's house, and I was like, 61's, like, shut out. Oh, oh yeah, they started doing it. Like, someone should tell me this shit. Yeah. And I went the other way. I came up over here, and I was like, shit. That would have been a cool heads up. But... I also will say, uh, Petersburg need to get their act together. I've seen way too many Trump signs out in the yard still going still. through Petersburg. Still. Trump signs and Trump flags. Your boy lost. Your boy's a fucking traitor. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. He did lose. Yeah. Yep. Um, fuck yeah. Besides anyway. Trump's. It's fucking Trump sign. It's Petersburg. I don't expect anything out of them. He's still going to come back, you know. Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's a fucking sack of shit. Anyway, <laughs> you know that you know that you know that all that controversy with the Mister Pillow, my pillow guy. Oh, yes, he's trying. He's yeah. going. There is no such thing as reinstatement. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. They find all these lawsuits. There's nothing. They came out this week. Oh, dipshit! I guess was trying to pressure the DOJ during the, all the after the election before this insurrection shit started. Uh-huh. That they just needed to declare it false. He was like, we can't find any evidence. They told him that we, there's no evidence. There's no evidence of falsehood. This is the Department of Justice saying this. Yeah. Well, you don't just say it, and I'll I'll do the rest. That was the memo got released. Like just fucking lying. Yeah. Just lying, and these fucking goober dicks get, and these dumb shits are fucking us right now, dude. Yeah. These unvaccinated Trump fucking dumbasses are fucking us right now. I oh, yeah. I think. Did you see the numbers this week of the oh, COVID numbers? Oh yeah. I like, holy shit! I I've turned. I was on. Uh, WFIE, and they always post the daily numbers. And I hadn't even really been paying that much attention because it's gone down so much. You know, I'm vaccinated. I'm ready to fucking go back to normal. Yep. And I look at it. It was one day. It was 163 just in Vanderbilt County. Yep. Dude, that's getting close to the numbers we were at, like the peak back yeah. in the winter. Like, uh, holy shit! I smell another shutdown coming. I'm. I don't think there's a shutdown coming, but I think. I'm worried, you know, we just got our mask taken off at the unnamed workplace, and I have a uh, bad feeling them are going back, right back on here soon. No, if so. this don't, this don't freaking peak soon. We're, enjoy it, enjoy it while you can. Yeah, that sucks, man. It's because these fucking dipshits, man. No, just get don't. the goddamn shot. Yep, there's get the a, fucking shot. There's been a couple I know converters that just like ah oh, fuck it, I don't want to work with a mask, so they put it, you know. It's just there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. We had none of us have had any problems. Get the fucking shot. And then, like, it was the uh, CDC put out today. They uh, The numbers, basically, you know, all these breakthrough ones, you know, people hyping them up. But it, literally, it I, I want to say it's like 1%, some shit like that. Their numbers, it's like less than, less than like a tenth of 1% of deaths 
or vaccinated people. Yeah. Of all the people died, all the cases, it's all unvaccinated people. Like, what the fuck else do you need to see, man? Right. What are you waiting on? You're going to fuck us. You're going to fuck us here. We're right on the doorstep being done with this shit. We were done with this shit, really. Mm-hmm. If we hit the 70, 80, 70, 75% mark on vaccinated while people are eligible, this wouldn't even be happening right now. We'd be no. done. We'd be done. Right. You son of a bitch is going to fuck us. Uh, Don Madley tested positive today. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Yeah, he's vaccinated. But he gets tested all the time. And I guess yeah. he wasn't. He had said he was feeling a little something, so they tested him, and he came uh, positive. And he was vaccinated back in April, but he said he's just mild symptoms, which is yeah. the fucking point. Right. It's going to be mild. He ain't gonna, he's going to feel like he's had a cold for a day or so, and he's going to be back to normal. That's the whole right. fucking point. Yep. Not going to be on a damn, you're not in the hospital on a damn ventilator. Ventilator. I don't know. It's just pissing me off, dude. No, like, just don't, don't fuck us. Don't be a dumbass, man. We can, uh, let's go ahead anyway. and let's get and do some over the lines. All right, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, Friday, we went to Terre Haute, to the fine city of Terre Haute, and we went to the Holocaust Museum up there. My daughter, she's going to school, they've been talking about the Holocaust this past year in the school, and there was a, I didn't even know this place existed there. It's the only Holocaust Museum in Indiana. And there's a lady, she was lived in Terre Haute. There's a number of different Holocaust survivors that are living in Terre Haute. A couple of them are still alive. They're like late 90s, early 100s. Oh, shit. And they live there. And there's a museum, and the museum's really good and yeah. stuff. It's, it's, it's a small museum. It's right on 41. And you go uh-huh. in, and it's got like a, it's got a, a theater in it, and it's got a holograms of these survivors. And you can ask them questions, and it'll go through and talk. They'll, like they're talking, all these Holocaust survivors. I guess it's sponsored by Steven Spielberg and stuff. He, there's, a, there's like, they said there's three or four of these theaters in the United States, and one of them's at this museum in Terre Haute. Yeah. And they got a whole deal about this lady and her husband. He was a survivor of the Holocaust and some other people they knew, and it has all their, like, the buildup of the Holocaust, what happened, what happened to these people. They, this lady was in Auschwitz, her and her twin sister, and they were experimented on by the Nazis and all this crazy stuff. Damn. It's, it's really, it's, it's really good. I, 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 people need to go see it, especially with the stupid shit's been going on the last few years. You got yes. people walking around with tiki torches saying stupid Nazi shit. Yep. People with that. It was talking about the insurrection. They were there with Camp Auschwitz shirts on. You don't know what the fuck happened at Auschwitz. They were torturing children. You fucking dipshit. Right. Literally, this lady's. This lady was talking, and she's dead. She just died a couple years ago. The lady that started this museum. She was like ninety something, but her husband, like I said, he's one hundred and one, and he's still alive. And sometimes he comes in and talks to people. It's only open on certain days. He'll sit there and talk to, like, especially students. I guess the school my daughter goes to, they used to take field trip there at sixth grade. And this mm-hmm. lady would sit there, and she would talk about what happened in Auschwitz with a bunch of, you know, middle schoolers. Kind of get them, this is not fake, this is the real deal. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, a, you know, it was kind of a big deal. Well, here's the over-the-line part of this, sir. So, when we go in the door, what do we see there? I don't know. A police officer, sir. Police huh. officer having to do bag searches and stuff. Why? What do you think, sir? Uh, Why? I, my dad and them, they've been to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., and they said that you have to go through metal detectors and all this. You have to go through it because of all the fucking knuckle-draggers. Are People making, yes. This building has been firebombed before in Terre Haute, Indiana. Little old podunk Terre Haute. It's been a guy, remember when Timothy McVeigh was up there before they executed him? That's yeah. where the federal prison is. 
the the jack leg that blew up the federal building in Oklahoma City killed a bunch of kids. He was there. He thought he was going to be a martyr, martyr for the white race, you know, and all this shit. He gets executed there in Terre Haute. This is two years later. That was t- 2001. It was right before 9-11. This is 2003. Someone writes, remember remember Timmy, Timmy McVeigh on the side of the building, throws a Molotov cocktail through the front of it, burns it down. Jeez. Yeah, this is Terre Haute. Yeah, so now they, and the community goes pissed. You know, everyone in the community kind of rallied around her and donated a lot of money. They were able to actually rebuild it better. So it's kind of it defeated. It was small and kind of run, you know, because she didn't have a lot of money. Now it's, it's a really elaborate museum. It's really nice now. But they have to have a police officer there. It's crazy. To check. That's bullshit, man. That's yeah. such fucking bullshit. What are we goddamn Nazis here? We can't even have something to remember what happened without having to have a police officer on at the place when they're you know, having tourists come through to look at the museum. It's pretty wild. I, I told that to my wife. She's seen it. She's like, that's just she goes that's sad yeah. and I guess someone they I left the theater the theater's on one end and I went back to the museum they're getting ready to close and I wanted to look through some of the little exhibits because we walked around the lady was doing the lecture so I didn't really get to check shit out as much and she said while they're in there they're talking and people started talking about the stuff going on and they said it's sad and it's kind of eerie some of the similarities similarities some of the shit all the the talk that you're hearing around the country now right Kind of something I would recommend it, especially when your kids get a little older. You take them there hmm. and check it out. It's it's definitely worth checking out. It'll it'll uh, it'll make you think a lot. It's just fucking bullshit, man. Copy that. I agree. Well, you uh, you ready for mine this week? Y'all got yeah. So I was riding to work Friday, like. Oh, I'd say it was about a little after four in the morning. Okay. And I'm just rolling along, going through Newburgh. Uh, what hits me on, what hits my motorcycle when I'm going down the road? A Canadian goose. No, sir. Oh, a rock. Nope. A cigarette. Oh, was there someone trash bag in front of you smoking? Yes. And lets her fly right out the window? Yes. Excellent. That's what we need. Yeah, it fucking hit me and it fucking went everywhere. Like. On a scale of one to ten, how pissed were you after this moment this thing hit you? I was a ten. I didn't react. You're ready to run them down, weren't you? Yes. I didn't. I didn't retaliate or anything and be a dick, but I was was fucking mad. Like. Like what, why do people think that that's the place to put their fucking cigarette? I don't know. You know, I fuck everyone else. I'm just going to flick it outside because I'm such a badass. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what the fuck? All the shit going on. Right now, have you seen how fucking hazy it is outside? Yeah. Have you seen, like, the sun and the moon? Have you gone outside some and seen it at, like, sunset or when the moon's coming up? Uh-uh. It's fucking blood red. It was, the moon was, uh, uh, I think it was Monday night or Tuesday night. Uh-huh. Monday night, uh. Yeah, Monday night. It was blood red out. Um, the other night we were looking, or actually it was yesterday. We we're driving home from Terra, or yeah, driving home from Terre Haute, and the freaking sun is blood red. It's because of all the smoke in the air from all these wildfires. Yeah, that's why there's so many uh, uh, air quality warnings too. All them wildfires out west, all that smoke is blowing this way wow. from fucking dipshits like this flicking cigarettes out and doing other dumbass shit. Fucking nuts. Yeah, they're yeah, flicking I'm- them out here. <laughs> flicking right on a guy on a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, 
Fuck, man, that sucks. Like, that could have hit me. Like, I had my helmet on, but fuck, yeah. that could have hit me in the face. Like, just put it out in the fucking receptacle. Like, that. I Dude, that's bullshit. Yep, I was a little fucking heated on that one, but... Oh, well. Life goes on. Hopefully it was a trash bag smoking GPCs or something. Oh, I'm sure it was. I, I can't remember what the... I can't remember what the vehicle was, but... It was a Chevy Caprice. <laughs> a Buick LeSabre from oh, 1990. I would have <laughs> remembered that. I can't remember what it Freaking was. Freaking hoopty. It was a fucking chicken, a forerunner, a big one. That's what it was. But let's uh, let's get and do some news. All right, Ryan, go ahead. This first story comes to us from the folks north of the border, Vancouver, British Columbia. A man who didn't feel like cutting his grass has been fined more than one thousand dollars. For what, Timmy Johnson? So he didn't want to trim his grass, so how did he deal with his growing grass situation? Gravel. No. Hmm. We kind of just touched on it. Just a second ago. Hmm. Hmm. He lit it on fire, sir. Oh my god. Thousand dollar fine for a fire he started. Mounties on the... uh, on the Sunshine Coast said that they and firefighters were called to a home for a report of heavy smoke on Tuesday. The fire was called in by passengers on a nearby ferry that they, they could see the fire from the water. The home is not far from the Langs, Langdale Ferry Terminal. According to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the fire was about 10 feet in diameter and had to be extinguished by firefighters. As for the cause of the grass fire, in this case, it was undoubtedly human. Mounties said that the homeowner told them that instead of cutting the tall grass, he decided to burn it. The province, the province is currently under a currently under several burn bans due to the risk of wildfires in what has been an unusually hot and dry summer. The homeowner was warned by police about the recklessness of his action. He was also fined uh, $1,150 under the provincial. Wildfire Act. Ooh. Screw that shit. I ain't getting a bush hog. It's going to light it on fire. Get the gasoline real quick. Oh, god damn. What the shit, dude? It's not really a good idea. No, it's a fucking terrible idea. Like, at all. What the hell is wrong with people, man? Oh, no. I do not know. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> Like for sure, way to well, like I said, right now you can't even go outside. The 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 uh, air quality is so shitty because all these wildfires. And this isn't even the normal wildfire time. It's normally the fall. It's normally like August, late August, September, October. That's when the wildfires get bad out there. We're already bad now. What do you think is going to happen here in two more months? It's go. It's going to be freaking awful. As long as nobody has gender reveals, we should be hopefully a little better. Dude, there's dipshits everywhere. <laughs> There's going to be some ginger reveals with some Tannerite. Yes. Speaking of some dipshits, Missouri has the nation's fourth worst COVID-19 diagnosis rate over the past week, with one in every 360 people being diagnosed with COVID-19. 
One doctor says that some of the Missourians are getting the vaccine while in disguise. Ozarks Healthcare posted a video clip to their Facebook page with this caption. Dr. Priscilla Fries, hospitalist and chief medical information officer at Ozarks Healthcare, explains the importance of knowing the facts about the COVID-19 vaccine along with safety and confidentiality of the vaccine process. I work, she says, I work closely with our pharmacists who are leading our vaccine efforts through our organization. One of them told me the other day that they had several people who came in to get vaccinated who who have kind of uh, who have tried on their disguise tried to disguise their appearance. They even went so far as to say, please, please, please don't let anyone know I got the vaccine. I don't want my friends to know. I don't want to get COVID. I want to get the vaccine. What do you think of this shit, dude? They're coming in with the little fancy Harpo, uh, was it Groucho Marx mustache and glasses on. Come here, from that vaccine, Bubba. Sneaking in the back like you're buying weed back in the day. They are uh, very concerned about it, about if people that they love, people within their family and friendship circles and work circles would find out that they got the vaccine. Nobody should feel that type of pressure to get something that they want. What do you think, Timmy Johnson? Would you go so far as to get disguised to go no. get the COVID? Huh? Well, I, I'm speechless. I'm not speechless, people. But this is this is one of the places that's getting lit up. Like I don't know if you've seen New Orleans and Florida and Arkansas and some of these places are getting really lit up, and, Mar- and Missouri's getting just lit up with COVID right now too. And these fuckers won't go get vaccinated. They're, people have to sneak around. Dude, I think if you haven't gotten vaccinated, I think you're a dumb shit. You should be hiding your ass from me. Yes. Don't be. I ain't gonna hide my. Ass. I ain't the fucking moron not getting shot. I don't know, dude. I agree. I agree, hundred percent with you. But we can only do what we can do, sir. Uh, the next story comes to us from North Ogden, o- Ogden, Utah. So, aren't hammocks supposed to be relaxing? Timmy Johnson, would you say hammocks are relaxing? I've never laid in one. You've never laid in a hammock? No. Everyone's laid in a hammock. That's I call them bullshit on that. Everyone's laid in a hammock sometime. Not even like on vacation, not at the beach, nowhere? Uh, no, I haven't. Hmm. I have well, this, this story comes to us from Weber County. The sheriff's office in Weber County took to social media after seeing an increase in people hammocking... Between the power lines on a on a bench in North Ogden in Pleasant View. So, Timmy Johnson, you know them big old uh, uh, power line, like the high high uh, voltage lines? They have the, the big metal uh, frame for it, mm-hmm. like you see on the interstate. So, there's a picture here. You can see it. There's two people. They have them hammocks, like you would put in a tree. They're camping on these, ha- these high-tension power line poles. Mm-hmm. They got a power line up in there. One's probably, I bet, all of like 100 feet in the air. God damn. The other one's probably about 30, 40. They're on these power lines. These these lines can carry up to 75,000 kilovolts that can jump from the power lines, authorities explained on Facebook. The sheriff's office says that they are teaming up with Rocky Mountain Power to conduct extra patrols in the area of the power lines. Anyone who is caught on the towers will be cited for trespassing. Hmm. I'd really hate to see someone injure themselves either in a fall or electrocution. 
Sheriff's Office states, please, or parents, please pass this along to your children. Dude, what kind of dipshit would climb a high-tension power line with these great big things and put a fucking uh, hammock up there to hang out? A dumbass would hang a hammock from that high up in the air. Um, uh, Floridians. Yes, I don't... This is stupid. Why would someone do this? Uh, to maximize chill, I guess? Uh, I don't know. Are you, are you gonna... Hell, with your branches in your yard... You could yeah, I could, hang a I could, I could hang a hammock up there, probably a good thirty feet in the air on my <laughs> big ass tree. While I'm up there, I could trim some of the branches down. <laughs> I got another story for for us from Vancouver. I should have concluded this with the other Vancouver story we just did. Uh-huh. A Metro Vancouver man is accused of repeatedly breaking COVID nineteen quarantine rules. He just appeared in Br- British Columbia Superior Court in New Westminster on Thursday for the first day of his trial. Mac, uh, Mac Para has, was as an outspoken COVID denier and conspiracy theorist and is charged with three counts of breaking the, co- the Quarantine Act. Parhara allegedly refused to self-isolate after returning from what? So this man's a conspiracy. He's an all-around conspiracy theorist. He, he don't believe in now COVID, but he's also into all kinds of other stupid shit. He went somewhere, broke the quarantine restrictions to go to an event. What event was it? NASCAR. No, I was going to say the Juggalos, Juggalo Wrestling Association. But. Nah. Are you ready, Timmy Johnson? I'm ready. He just returning from a flat Earth conference in the United States. Oh <laughs> he broke the COVID rules. Getting, he's going to court now because he's at a flat Earth con- conference. Oh my god. At the, so he returning from a flat Earth conference. He, at the time, he spent four days in jail for this outside court. Ferrara said that he was facing an illegal, unlawful criminal trial. I didn't harm no one. There's no proof that I harmed anyone. There's no proof I've been sick. And yet, they want to make an example out of me, he said. You know, it's about quarantining the healthy. What an absurd idea. What kind of clown world do we live in that lets them quarantine people who are perfectly healthy and who haven't been sick in 17 years of something like that? As he's at the freaking flat Earth convention, yeah, <laughs> breaking COVID rules. What Jeez. the fuck? By God, COVID's not real, and the Earth's flat. Everyone knows that. Hmm. It's good to see the Canucks. They got their own fair share of dipshits up there too. Yeah, I mean they're probably nice about it though. Hey, you're an awful big moron, eh? <laughs> well, we go to the Tim Hortons and get some coffee and talk about this, eh? You ever been to a Tim Hortons, Timmy? I have not. I've been to. A, I love Tim Hortons. Every time I go anywhere near one, I get in there. I got these little little donut holes. They call Tim bits. Oh, freaking awesome! They got like honey on them and stuff. It's pretty freaking good. They're they're it's real popular. It's obviously it's a Canadian chain, but there's a bunch of them in the United States. But they're mostly like north part of the United States, like the Northeast. Like I think Northern Indiana has a couple of them. Michigan has them. Mm-hmm. Northern Ohio has a few of them. So they haven't worked their way down to our end of the country yet that is All right. insane alright I got one more story for us mm-hmm. this comes to us from New Orleans Louisiana ah. residents of New Orleans have an interesting choice to make in their upcoming mayoral election Timmy Johnson would you consider throwing your support for mayor of New, uh, New Orleans 
behind a giant traffic cone. I was thinking you were going to say like a gator. Oh, this is better than a gator. A traffic cone. A giant traffic. This is a big orange barrel. So we, the, the state tree of Indiana, sir. Yes. Traffic cone has officially deca- declared its candidacy for office. <laughs> the gag candidate, whose campaign platform can be found on its delightful website, is claiming to offer a detour from New Orleans politics. Oh my God. Dude, it's fucking great. This, you gotta go to the website after we're done. There's a void in our city's leadership, and I'm ready to fill it, claims Giant Cone, who <laughs> oh has been known as a resident known to residents as King Cone after first appearing as an art installation in the center of a pothole in the Irish Channel back in back in the spring. The eight-foot cone disappeared in early April, but was resurrected on Easter Sunday. According to several media outlets, the cone has been spotted around town since its candidacy announcement and has been a hit on social media. The campaign, meanwhile, is being supported by merchandise, including shirts, pint glasses, and stickers. The cone's website is paid for by the committee. Tired of this SOS. (laughs) Tired of this. (laughs) Me. Meanwhile, 14 Cuban candidates are running for the office in the uh, October 9th, 2021 pri- primary election. Uh, so, I'm trying to think. There's, there's a jab. There's a bunch of jab. You got to read the website, too, because it's freaking great. Um, cone, the giant cone takes a jab at current incumbent Latoya Cantrell. Uh, Cantrell, by claiming that it is current on its taxes, a reference to Cantrell's 2020 scandal in which she was discovered she owed nearly $100,000 in back taxes to the IRS. Giant Cone says, I've never stopped working, plain and simple. I've seen so much in this city. I've been run over, kicked, stolen, and defaced. I'm on the front lines day in, day in and day out. I don't know about everyone else, but over the years, I've seen my fill of the same old, same old. Oh my, I gotta bring up the red. Hang on, let me pull up this. Let me bring up this platform because you need to hear this. I get it to pull up here. It's the funniest shit ever. It's. Oh, you ain't gonna pull up now, are you? Hmm. Here it goes. Here, okay. Let me find this. Okay. So, for being mayor of New Orleans takes hard work and steadfast resolve. Characteristics Giant Cone is intimately familiar with, with and has an faith, has faithfully executed its duties day in and day out during its entire career on the streets of our city. So, you want to know some of its qualifications, sir? It is highly visible in the community, always flexible, moves people without saying a word, never stops working, isn't afraid to get dirty, street tough, will never take money, <laughs> larger than life presence, communicates well, it's current on all of its taxes, and respects respected across the across all party, gender, race, and religious lines in the city of New Orleans. I think that does does speak to the qualifications of Giant Cone. <laughs> Highly visible in the community. Yes. Flexible can you know take a beating. Like a, <laughs> you'll probably get more votes than some of the people oh people are like fuck it there's a bunch of jackasses running for mayor I'm just going to vote for the cone just to be a dick yes well Ryan uh, are, you, are you for an ice cream cone now 
No, this is giant, giant cone for street cone, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this ain't the giant cone for ice cream. Oh. You, uh, you just moved, didn't you? No, that, no, no, I'm sorry. Not, God damn it, you didn't move. But anyway, um, are you all right? Are you having a stroke, sir? Yes. Oh, yes. for some reason, somebody else popped in to my head. That oh. is from uh, anyway. But um, yeah, giant cone. Um, twenty twenty one mayor of New York or of New I'm Orleans. In. I'm in. We got anything else? Uh, no, nah, I think we pretty much covered it again this week. The giant cone might be, you know, might make some good shots. Do you think the dudes abide will give uh, his candidacy our support? Oh, absolutely. No. Ryan, thank you. Adios, mis amigos. Um, I guess you can uh, be anything if you want to run for mayor. <laughs>